This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 335 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm going to give you some insights that I learned from listening to the book Younger Next Year. I'm also going to share my first impression of my first Thrive Market order. And we're going to answer the question, are you really being honest with yourself? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do the diet. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer. And uh, definitely got to say that up front because we're going to be talking about exercise today. And as always, ask your uh, personal physician or a doctor anytime you think about doing exercise. And uh, also, one thing before I uh, get into the weight loss stuff, just a, a little thing. If you want to support the show, I've talked about the logicallosers.com. We are, I was featured in a documentary and it's going live August 23rd. So as you listen to this, uh, this will be going out Monday, which as he pulls up his calendar is the 21st. So if you could go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers, that's the name of the documentary. It's a, a documentary about podcasting. So if you ever wanted to know, like, why would I want to start a podcast? This is a really cool flick. It's only $5.99, and we're just dying to get this thing up the charts. So if you want to skip the scar the Starbucks today, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers, pre-order that movie, and uh you will make me smile. So thank you very much for that in advance. So here's the thing. If you are new to the show, I lost 30 pounds last year. And while it's taken me a few months this year to do it, mm, boy, I've actually found 20 of those. And that's the thing. I stepped on the scale and I'm like, holy cow, 20 of those are back. And I took them and stuck them right here on my belly. And I went over 215 and that's when I was, I really scratched my head. And I, I was like, look, I'm still drinking lots of water. I'm I'm doing much better getting seven hours sleep. I'm still eating vegetables. I'm still eating chicken, you know. Most of the time. And so I was listening to this book, and you can get it free if you go out to logicalloss.com slash 335. I believe the link is logicalloss.com slash audible. 
and you can get this book for free. And the name of it is called Younger Next Year. And it's actually uh, Younger Next Year, Live Strong, Fit, and Sexy Until You're 80 and Beyond by a guy named Chris Crowley. And he had another guy, Henry something something who was the doctor. So Chris is this guy over 70 and Henry is the doctor that kind of brings the science. And so what I did was kind of like, okay, last year I lost weight. This year I'm gaining weight. What's changed? And I thought about the number of times I ate fast food last year. And that number would be, uh, you know, maybe 10 times. I mean, less than once a month. And if I did, I skipped the fries, I skipped the Coke. So it'd be like, give me a water and a chicken sandwich or something of that nature. Fast forward to this year. Now we get fast food maybe twice a month and it's the whole nine yards. It's the Coke, it's the fries, you know, but it's kind of like, ah, it's only twice. A, no, see, that's the whole thing. This is where you got to be honest with yourself. And I've said it before, when you do the wrong thing, you're practicing it. And this is how this started. The practice started with me getting an Egg McMuffin and water. And that led to me getting an Egg McMuffin with hash browns. And I'm not really sure why, because hash browns are basically just a, a, like a deep fried grease sponge. It's not like I bite into a hash brown and go, oh, these are so good. Usually I go, oh, this is going to do nasty things to my intestines. But that led to me then getting a, a English in English a, a egg McMuffin with hash browns and a Coke instead of the coffee. Each one was a baby step in the wrong direction. And when I first did this, I remember the first time I got the whole meal and I'm like, hey, the scale didn't budge. Maybe there's nothing wrong with this. Oh, how we want to hope for the miracle, right? But it nudged me in the wrong direction, and so. I was, I kind of looked at this today and I'm like, hey, you've been lying to yourself, buddy. Cause I was still getting my 10,000 steps in and sure that's exercise. But here's the thing. I know the last, especially the last two weeks, I've really, I've been out like walking at like 1030 to midnight to get my 10,000 steps in. I would come in and the only reason I was sweating is because it was 82 degrees outside. Not because I was really pushing it. I'm reading my email, I'm listening to podcasts, but, you know, and granted, for some of you, you know, just walking to the mailbox might make you sweat. That's fine. Walking to the mailbox for me does not make me sweat. And right now, a little, I need a little James Brown, man, going to make you sweat. Hey! And uh, I wasn't. And so in this book, again, Younger Next Year, Live Strong, Fit and Sexy, Until You're 80 and Beyond by Chris Crowley. And Henry S. Lodge. There we go. I had it in my notes. I knew it was here somewhere. And uh, again, Chris is in his 70s and he brings all sorts of real life examples. Like he's skiing when he's 70. And at times he's a little creepy because he's, he's really he's one of these guys that he really appreciates a beautiful woman. And, you know, I uh, my doctor was uh, 42 and she was smoking hot. And I'm like, you're 70. It's a little creepy. But OK, I mean, whatever. And um, Again, Henry is a doctor, the guy that brings the science. And they say, basically, your body is going to do one of two things on a daily basis. It's either going to decay or it's going to receive information from your brain and your body to grow new stuff, new nerves, new tissues, basically rejuvenate your body. And so 
what makes it go into the decay mode? You know what the answer is, right? Sitting on your butt. You know, the they say the only reason man would sit on his butt, whatever, like four billion years ago, was because there was either a ton of food or there was no food to hunt. And the idea was that there was probably going to be a famine. And so your body then kicks into hold on to my fat thing. Exactly. My cat's like, I don't believe this four billion things ago. Man, he's loud. And so, um, I know. Shut up, Bernie. So you sit and uh, you decay in that case. When you sit around and you're watching reruns of Hee Haw and Seinfeld and Friends with your Doritos and things of that nature, uh, it, it's just, that's just not, that, that basically puts you into decay mode. You're not triggering your body to do anything. Because they said back then, you would basically go on a hunt and that would, you know, put your body into this mode and you'd be ripping muscles apart and, and sweating and blah, blah, blah. And this would trigger your body to rebuild the body and you would be better. And that would burn calories, which makes sense on paper. But the thing I have a problem with that, I get that. And that makes sense. Am I the only person that has a hard time connecting me to a caveman? Like, I know that was four, I, I know my Bernie's like, no, dude, I, I'm not, I, you can, you don't identify with like a saber tooth tiger because they were 4 million years ago, buddy. So can you shut up? Can you be my friend, kitty? And, um, so I, I have a problem. I, I get it. It makes sense that back then, you know, they didn't have TV and, uh, you, if you didn't kill, you didn't eat. I get that. But. And I get that. So I'm just I'm just taking that if you sit on your butt, your body doesn't rejuvenate itself. It goes in decay and you basically start. They, they say there's aging. You can you're going to age. There's there's nothing about it. And I did like this about the book. They're basically well, well, think about it this way. What if you could go back to yourself? Now, I'm 52. And I think back to the days when I was in high school and like the one teacher came in and said, if you guys could just put thirty dollars a month into a savings account, you would be a bajillionaire by the time you're 52. And we're like, yeah, that would be good, but I want to buy the go. I need to go buy the new kiss album. Right. You kind of look back and they go, man, I wish I would have followed that advice. And cause it's only a dollar a day, $30. And you're like, yeah, I didn't do it. And I should have, well, this is a guy in his seventies going, look to all you guys in the, in your fifties, let me tell you what's going to happen. So I kind of like this part of the the book. And he actually talks about the fact that, you know, you, you're, you're going to age. There's nothing you can do about that. But there's age and then there's decay. And, and there is a difference. So you age because your, your skin's going to get wrinkly and there's not really much you can do about that. But decay is disease and all sorts of things. Your body's just not rebuilding itself. So I was like, okay. And, uh, you know, if you go on a hunt, I get it. You get up, you move around, your body actually uses up some of its resources. It triggers the brain and, and the body to grow new resources. I get that. And so you're like, all right, Dave, if sitting on my butt makes my brain think I'm waiting for the famine, what do I got to do to think it's time to go hunt? And you guessed it. It's exercise. So this is nothing new. We've talked about this on this show. Exercise is important. But here's what they say. And when I heard this, I was like, oh, hell no. They <laughs> they want you to exercise six days a week. 
and doing weight training, and you know how much I love weight training, as in like not at all, three days a week. Uh, and But here's the thing. This will take approximately an hour a day. And for the record, I'm much more open to weight training than I was even two years ago because I'm doing it smart now. I'm not going in and killing myself. But when I hear six days a week, I was like, that's a lot. And they say, basically, by doing this, you will be younger next year. You will you will be rebuilding your body to where you'll be younger next year than you would be if you just sat on your butt. And they explain, he has all these stories of people that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, doing stuff that many people in their 40s can't do. Why? Because they're doing this. And Part of it is not killing yourself. Part of it is just, and they talk about aerobic exercise, which is kind of that fat burning zone. And then you have the uh, aerobic part where you're in like 65% of your heart rate. And then there's the anaerobic where you're just killing yourself. And they explain the benefits of all of those combined with weight training. And weight training, the the aerobic exercise builds up your, circula- your, your circulation, your stamina, your your lungs, things like that. And then the uh, the weight training helps basically all sorts of other things with your body. And so I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, oh, all right, let, let's do some math on this. So it's time for fun with fun <laughs> fun math with Dave. We all start with twenty four hours, and while we should get eight hours sleep, many of us are getting six. So I'm going to put that in there, even though it's wrong. We shouldn't get six hours sleep. We should try to get seventy eight. But let's go six. Let's go reality. That leaves us 18 hours, two hours for driving to work. Now, a lot of us do less than that. Some of us do more, but I just threw in two. That leaves us 16 hours, nine hours at work. That leaves us seven hours. Breakfast and dinner, I threw. I said that is an hour, a half hour each. For me, it takes me like 15 minutes to make my breakfast and eat it in the morning. Uh, so I said, all right, let's double that, put it down. There's an hour for food at dinner. And of course, lunch is covered by the nine hours at work. That leaves you six hours. And if you say, okay, I want to spend an hour exercising, that's 17% of your available time. You still get 83% to do whatever you want. But, and I guess you could throw in, I guess we should probably bathe. (laughs) So maybe it's a little more, let's say it's 20%, just to to round it up. You still have 80% of your available time to do whatever the heck you want. So I was like, okay. and. What they're saying here is that if you did this and you committed to it, the first week or two, and again, don't kill yourself with this, you're not going to really enjoy it a whole lot. But they said in the same way that when an astronaut goes into space, we're fighting the gravitational pull. But eventually, once you get outside of the Earth's gravity, You just float in the direction that you started. And they say it's a lot like that. And this guy, again, is on the other side of the fence. This Chris guy's like, look, I hated it. I was not a fan. I thought this was stupid. But I'm here to tell you that once you do it for a couple of weeks, you actually start looking forward to exercise. And he's like, I know that sounds like I'm crazy. He goes, I actually look forward to exercising. And so the thing they talk about here when they define exercising, and this is where I was like, you know what? Yeah, I've been failing at this. They're talking about exercising somewhere between 60% of your your maximum heart rate and all the way up to maybe 80% of your heart rate. In other words, breaking a sweat. And I was like, yeah, so I did that today. 
And what's cool is on my Fitbit, and I forget which Fitbit I have. It's the watch one. Basically, it looks like a watch. You put in your age and it tells you what burn zone you're in. So anything below um, whatever 70% is just kind of normal. If I look at mine now, uh, I am in the, uh, actually right now I am burning in the fat zone. I'm in the burn zone. Uh, Below that would be resting. And that's because I just got done walking around. And that's half, that's a whole another point. That's kind of funny that did that. There's the resting zone. There's the burn zone that what they call the cardio zone. And then anything above cardio is you're going to kill yourself. And so it's really easy for me to look down at my watch and see if I'm in the right zone. And what I was doing today at the gym, and I was surprised at this is I, I did a warm up right? Cause I don't want to kill myself. I started walking and then I just went up to like 5.2 miles an hour. So it's a, a slow jog that just shot my heart rate right up and went back down to like four miles per hour. And that's for me. And um, it took like, I don't know, two or three minutes for my heart rate to get down close to the um, fat burn zone, which again, nothing wrong with fat burn. That's great. But I wanted to stay closer to cardio. And the minute it would, I'd jack up the the, uh, treadmill again, jog for 30 seconds, maybe have another two minutes for it to slowly back down. So I was able to stay in that cardio zone. And uh, they say there are pros and cons to every little zone. Try to do a little of each, which is what I did. So I just looked at it and was like, yeah, I'm not. I, I The one thing that's, yes, I've kind of slacked on some of my eating, but not not horrible. Uh, yeah, I'm doing mm, on my sleep, but I'm doing better. My water's never been a problem, really. But the exercise thing, in terms of actually really breaking a sweat, mm, yeah. And I realized that. I could go and bust my butt and just go get a thing of ice cream and undo everything I just did. That's not been a problem, but I haven't really been pushing myself at the gym. And so one of the things that we run up against when, well, first of all, when I I first heard them say exercise six days a week, I'm like, that, that is not going to happen, especially if I'm trying to do weightlifting. And so what I thought I would do again, start off, was something you you think you can achieve. I thought instead of weightlifting, what I'm going to do, and I might do weightlifting, you know, it's it's one of those things, I think it's in my head, it's worse than it actually is. Because the last couple of times I was doing it, I was doing it not to the point of really killing myself. But yet I would wake up the next day and feel like a, a ballpark Frank. I was a little plump. So that was cool if I do it smart. But I actually thought about it. If you don't, if you don't have access to a gym, there's a free app called seven. It's just the number seven walks you through a seven minute workout. And I've been getting great workouts just by using that when I do it. That's the problem again, kind of got a little lax on that. So instead of doing six days a week with uh, three days of weight lo- or weight training, they actually said start off with two and then work up to three. I'm going to go, I'm going to start off slow, three days of exercise, going to make you sweat and one day of weight training in that. So maybe one day I'll be doing, you know, an hour of cardio and then one day I'll do a half hour cardio and then 30 minutes of, of weight training, but I need to do this. And so I've actually put it on my calendar. And the other thing I'm going to do here is for me, I work during the day. I do consulting at night. So that many, I was either going to do exercise at like nine o'clock at night, which may or may not be the smartest thing. And I thought, well, let's try this. Let's try this and see if it works. 
And so I work from home. So the time that I used to drive to work is not time I can exercise. My gym is six minutes from my house. So I'm actually going to try to get to the gym by six, go there looking all raggedy, do my workout, come home, take a shower and walk five feet to work. It should work. Six o'clock in the morning is not that early. I used to get up at 630 when I had to drive to work. So, and if, you know, I'm going to do six and if I find out that I have extra time, maybe I'll bounce that back. But I'm, that's my, I'm going to try the morning thing because I can kind of be a morning person. So we'll see how that is. Now, some of you might say to me, but Dave, you don't understand. I don't have any time for this. I've got this. I've got that. I've got all my kids. I've got, and I understand that. And sometimes parents, especially feel like if they go, nope, kids, we can't do it. Mommy's got to go to the gym. You feel like you're putting your kids last. And in reality, you're actually doing the right thing. In fact, bring the kids with you because we need to change our thinking about this. By putting yourself first, by exercising, by eating right, you're going to be around longer for your kids. So you are putting your kids first. We need to think about that. Step one of putting your kids first is making sure you're healthy. So we need to stop thinking that that's selfish for us. No, by taking care of you, you are taking care of your kids. They will thank you. Uh, My mother, unfortunately, passed away when I was 24. And she smoked. She had diabetes. And, uh, you know, not much you can do about the diabetes, but the smoking thing is I really played a part in that. And... I'm I'm just saying your kids will thank you when you live longer than 59. Um, And like I say, the other thing that is part of this is you have to really, part of the book actually talked about a study about how much we exercise and how we eat and this and that. And the, the study basically showed that we just blatantly lie to ourselves. We just, And in some cases, ladies, I'm sorry, ladies are a little worse at that. They don't count the, oh, I just had two donut holes. I'm not going to count that. No, 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 that counts. So they were saying that sometimes women lie to themselves a little more than guys do. But guys do too, for the record. We, we, we both are awful at that. And so that's where I was like, yeah, I, I've been mailing it in. While I'm not going completely horrible on my eating, when I look at what I was eating when I was get, losing weight, I'm definitely gone in some wrong direction. So let's get back to where we were doing. Let's get back to exercise. Let's put myself first and really get going at this. And it's nice that I've been getting 10,000 steps. That's better than not getting any exercise. But I, I need to start exercising. I need to do more than just staying active. And so... You might be in a situation where you're like, Dave, you don't get it. You don't understand. I've got, and then you just list a million things. And I understand that. There are times when that happens. So that's when I say, okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we, because what happens is we go, all right, Dave, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do weight training. I'm going to change the way I eat. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you wake up the one day and you didn't do one of those things. And you go, that's it. I told you I couldn't do it. So let's, that that's kind of setting yourself up to fail. So let's do this. What is one thing that you could do differently for the next 30 days that would put you more in the right direction of achieving your goals? You know, don't, don't get 
overwhelmed by how far off you are. Instead, just think that one thing that you can start doing to get you going in the right direction. We talked about, and they talk about this in the book that, and I used this in last week's episode, kind of the analogy of swimming against the current. And that's really true. They say, look, you are aging and there's nothing you can do about that. But if you swim against the tide, you can slow that down from a river to a drip. And they, they're explaining that people that do this now in their 70s, in their 80s are doing things that nobody was doing in the past because people are sitting on their butt. So it was a really interesting book. I, I liked it, especially I personally really identified with it being that I just turned 50 a couple years ago. And there is a thing where you just kind of wake up and you're like, holy cow, I'm 50. I'm halfway to dead. What do I do now? And so I really like that. It was a, a pretty easy read. Like I say, uh, Chris Crowley at times is a little creepy because he's just, you know, he talks about I'm single and, you know, I like to have my fun and go out and have a few alcoholic beverages. And I'm like, okay, you sound a little creepy, uh, but whatever. Um, it, it was it was a good book. And like for me, it inspired me to go, okay you know what, looking at this, you're right. I need to, I need to bump it up. I need to quit eating crap. There's a, there's a chapter in their book and that's basically it. Quit eating crap. Even if it's just once a month, quit eating crap. It's not helping you. That is swimming the wrong direction. That's swimming with the current, not against it. And it's only going to help you start doing that stuff uh, much better than you are now. And we don't want to get good at doing the wrong stuff. So I have links to the book out at logicalloss.com slash 335. If you want to get the book for free, go to logicalloss.com slash audible. I want to thank all of the awesome Logical Losers who have been helping to support the show. People like Cheryl, Kevin, Luther, Laura, Julian, Alice, Chanel, Nikki, and the latest one, and it's a name I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right. I'm going to say Devon. It could be Devon, D-E-V-O-N. Thank you so much. You can join for as little as a buck. You get a little behind the scenes stuff as well as a private Facebook group. So if you're looking for a safe place to ask questions and comments and things like that, check it out at LogicalLosers.com. And I want to say also, thank you. I actually got, I'm not sure if this is my first one but I got a one-star review in iTunes. That's always a big ego boost. And uh, let me see if I can find this. I was laughing at it. And it's really, as much as I kind of go, yeah, here it is. Um, Let's go most recent. Yep. I want to, um, yes, I want to thank Julia Sire, I guess. It's hard to tell by your iTunes name. It simply says, uh, nothing but advertising for dubious products. I'm sorry you feel that way, but uh, if you would like to uh, rate the show, go out to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes, and uh, you can leave me a rating and review. And while you're there, you can also subscribe to the show so you never miss another episode. Also, want to say hey to Mary, who said, hey, I love your podcast. She put this on the website as a comment. She says, uh, but you kind of lost me on the one where I said uh, I might be turning vegan. She says, of course, we're farmers, so we might be just a bit biased. And uh, what I did on that 
because I, I watched the book, What the Health. I, I watched the book. That's a new one. I watched the movie, What the Health, on uh, Netflix. Really interesting book or movie. Man, what am I stuck on books today? And um, what I did, there's a um, thing on, it's it's a Paul McCartney thing, right? It's uh, Meat Free Mondays, you know. And uh, he actually has a song, Meat Free Monday. It's another fun day. And uh, so I went like meat free on Monday. And I was really surprised it wasn't that hard, especially if you're going to eat pasta, which normally I don't. But I was like, hey, there's no meat in pasta. And I made this uh, special recipe where the the sauce is all veggies. And uh, it was not that hard to go without meat. So it's not something that I don't think I would do on a regular, regular basis. But it's one of those things I'm like, hey, you know what? If I can eat just a little less cows and there's a little less cow farts and you know, a little more veggies, maybe that's not such a bad thing. So uh, I, I don't know that I'm going to completely go there, but it's one of those things where it kind of boils down to just eating healthy stuff. And if I can eat fish, maybe more than meat or something like that, I will just try. And I guess that's the thing. I'm I'm not against trying anything. I, I am kind of against extreme diets, like where there's no meat, no dairy, no, the new thing, the keto diet. Have you heard this where there's like no carbs at all? And I understand carbs are bad. Sugar's bad. But when you want me to have like minus four carbs for the day, I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. Just, I'm just saying. So I did buy a, a product I've been playing. I've been talking about thrive market. Maybe that's what this person was talking about. I, uh, was contacted by thrive market and they kind of heard that I was willing to try some new stuff. And uh, I went and ordered. It's from a company called, oh, where is the name here? Garden of Life. I ordered chocolate raw fit protein powder. And the only thing about it is, now you get 25% off. I should say that as well. If you want to order something from Thrive Market, uh, you can go to thrivemarket.com slash LWL for logical weight loss. And you'll get 25% off your first purchase plus free shipping plus a three 30 day trial. And keep in mind their prices are already 25 to 50% below retail because of course they cut out the middleman and um, you get 25% off your first purchase. So I went over and checked this out and I bought this garden of life, chocolate raw fit protein powder. It's really high in protein. It's like everything else. It's got, you know, no sugar, gluten-free, yada, yada. When I heard chocolate, I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot. And it turns out that it's only had, I want to say 10 servings in the, 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 uh, bottle, which basically turns out to be somewhere between three and $4 a, um, a serving. And I was like, that's kind of a little steep if I don't say so myself, uh, it was yummy, but the, um, the, the fun thing about chocolate, I think is we are all kind of used to eating chocolate that is more sugar, I think, than, than chocolate because it's always super duper sweet. And when you actually eat something that is more, cocoa, I think is the appropriate phrase, than chocolate, that you might be a little surprised. 
And so this was not kind of like, mmm, chocolatey good. Now, it wasn't bad, and I've definitely had other things that were, for for lack of a better phrase, uh, just kind of made you go, and that was not the, the case here at all. This was something that uh, it, it it's that's the problem. You have an expectation of kind of like not real chocolate, and so there's no aftertaste. It was definitely drinkable, and and to me, I'm kind of happy. It wasn't. In fact, there it really didn't make me kind of go at all. It just it wasn't when I drank it. It wasn't that I was going mm, yummy. In fact, it even says on the jar here, chocolate cocoa, C A C A O. So it's not really chocolate, I, I guess, is the way to view that. So it was uh, pretty yummy. And like I say, the only thing that I was kind of like, ooh, that's not good, is the fact that there were, um uh, looking for, yeah, approximately served 10, 10 servings. Because the scoop is only one scoop, but it's huge. But on the other hand, so many other things are like two scoops. So they made it efficient. But you're looking at about... 350 a glass. Now, on the other hand, if you go to Starbucks, well, that's actually cheap. So, and this is actually good for you. It's got uh, you know, it's got plant, it's uh helps you burn fat, helps you fight cravings. Uh 28 grams of completely organic plant protein, which is kind of cool. And also there's probiotics in it. So I'll be using this uh I just tried it today and was like, well, this isn't that bad but I'll be uh, drinking this next week. I don't know. And here's, that's the other thing that's kind of weird about this is it is 170 calories. Now I used it with almond milk and uh, again, wasn't bad at all, but it's one of those where it's like with 170 calories, that's either a somewhat heavy snack or a really light meal replacement, depending on how you uh, look at it. But uh, it came super quick. Uh, I, I like the fact that the Thrive Market people sent kind of an opening letter since this was my first order. They gave me a little catalog. They let me know that when you actually sign up at Thrive Market, they actually give a membership to a company that might be less fortunate, which is kind of cool. So uh, I'll be trying new things here. But at this point, I'm, uh, I'll am i be drinking uh, happily the, uh, the chocolate cocoa. <laughs> that I bought. So if you're interested in that, again, go to logicalloss.com. I'm sorry. Go to um, thrivemarket.com slash LWL, and that will get you all the goodies of the 25% off and the free shipping and the 30-day trial. And I got an email from Steve. says, Steve, he said, uh, Dave, have you ever... Do you know the guy from Nerd Fitness? And I do not. Now, I've used some of his articles on the show, and I really like, he's got a lot of great resources. The only thing, again, that kind of, I love the attitude over there. Very, uh, They take health and fitness very seriously, but uh, I think the guy's name is Scott, does not take himself too seriously. And uh, it might be Steve. I think it's Steve, not Scott. And uh, they have a course over there. The only thing that kind of makes me go, hmm, is they are huge, excuse me, they're huge fans of the paleo diet, which is another one that's kind of this, one of these extremes where you can eat 
bacon and eggs and steak for breakfast, dinner, and lunch. And, and again, nothing against that. I just don't know that all these kind of extreme diets are something that, uh, you know, I guess if it works for you, it works for you. But they do have an academy. And so I've never seen the academy. It looks really impressive. It's $149 a year. And uh, if you want to take your fitness, I guess, to the next level. But uh, I thank you for sending in that message. But uh, I they don't have a podcast, but they do have an app. So, And I believe, if I remember right, they also have a – there's a book out about jumpstart your, your life. Uh, let me type this in real quick. I'll do this live. Yeah. Um, Steve Cam is the guy from High uh, Nerd F- Fitness. And it's uh, Level Up Your Life, How to Unlock Adventure and Happiness and Become the Hero of Your Own Story. And uh, I, it's interesting. Oh, that's another audio book that you can get. So I've never read that book. Maybe that'll be something I read uh, next. But I am somewhat nerd fitness illiterate, but I appreciate you asking about it. And it might be something I want to check out. So if you'd like to email me, just email Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. That's kind of the email I'm using now for, for everybody, uh, even though this isn't the School of Podcasting podcast. It's just basically the logical weight loss email used to sit, go over there anyway. So uh, I thank you so much for listening. And this coming week, as you're listening to this, I'm getting on a plane and going to California, which is going to be fun. I'm working a trade show for podcasting. And I will be back uh, next week, which probably means I'm not going to have a show next week because a, and this is where you kind of have to know you're going into the valley of the shadow of death. I'm not going to eat much. I'm not going to sleep much, which probably means by the time I get home, I'll be sick. I'm hoping knowing that that is usually the case that I will try not to do those things, but I will have no time to do any kind of show prep or things of that nature. So there probably will not be a show next week, but I will be back as soon as I can until then. Remember, there's no shame in going, hmm, you know what? Uh, You shouldn't have done that. Just figure out what you're doing wrong. Quit doing it. Think about that one thing you can do to get yourself turned around. Do that. And then once you get that down pat, that becomes your hobby, becomes your habit. Just uh, say, okay, what other one thing can I do? And get that down to where it becomes a habit. And then one more thing. And just slowly turn the boat around and you will get going in the right direction. So for me, you kind of heard me last week where I was looking at my apps going, whoa, something's definitely wrong here. And this week after listening to that book, I'm like, yeah, the, the reason is I'm, I'm mailing some of this stuff in. And even though I'm, I'm only doing these little things that are slightly different than what I used to do, it's enough because as we get older, we're swimming against the current. It's enough for me to get me on the wrong track and start gaining weight. So I'm kind of excited, actually, to get back from this conference and really double down on this stuff and start record, uh, start reporting back more success stories to you because I hold myself accountable to you. So thank you so much for listening. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. If you would like to become a logical loser and become you know part of the support team, simply go over to LogicalLosers.com and uh, you can join for as little as a buck and you get access to a private Facebook group and uh, insights. So thank you so much. I'll leave you with my favorite Julian Michaels quote. Quick side tangent on that. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser had a heart attack uh, last year. I guess he's doing okay, but The Biggest Loser is not coming back. They were sued 
a whole bunch of other things. I love that show, but from what I've seen, The Biggest Loser will not be back. But nonetheless, Jillian Michaels has one of my favorite quotes, and that is, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess.